This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. It's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Podcast. Uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Hey. What up, what up, what up? What up, hey, what up, party what up. people. We are here, we are here, we are here, here. We hello, are here, hello. We are, here, we are here, here. We here. We here. What's up? Talk with the microphone because like, my levels are way higher than yours. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was closer to it than I was. I suppose I was wrong about that. No, you were wrong. Yes, yes, you were wrong. Um, <laughs> what's going on? How, you, how do you feel today? I feel, you know, thankful that my toe is not broken. Um, Thankful for the support that I received from you um, regarding the potential breakage and um, the follow-up thereafter. Well, I'm very thankful for that. All right. Um, Good times. <laughs> Good times. Uh, I am. I real. I just thought about the fact that I've eaten exactly one biscuit and three chips with guacamole on it for today, and I should probably eat like a eat human something being? like a human being. Like after we finish recording this podcast, so like yeah, you know, just. just thoughts about that um i took a very long nap today so i'm very excited about that um i don't usually get to nap without worrying about somebody wanting something from me so it was actually very nice um to just lay in the bed and nap so yeah that's that's where i'm at what's up with you um i was a personal driver for somebody yes you're on the streets getting yeah. to the money i would say it's uber but it's not because wasn't using uber app at all it's just somebody was like hey i know you drive uber but can you drive this person so I drove them and they paid me. That's mm-hmm. that's just being a driver. That's not it's not Uber at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> I picked them up, picked, dropped them off, and they came back home. I didn't do any additional trips. So I was a driver for somebody today. There's no Uber driver, so I guess they know that I know okay. Uber Uber way of, of doing things. Indeed. So I I I understand that. Then other than a random person, like I understand the Uber way of doing things, so like I like get in the car. I know that I'm not talking to you like that. Sit in the back seat, mm-hmm. play some music, drop you off, and then we go. I don't. I'm just a driver. Word. <laughs> so I understand the way of doing things. So I'm like, I'm not, not doing too much. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to talk to you. Word. Word. Great. So I, I, I understand why someone do, would do that. Um, it's quite warm. Is it? I feel good actually. Well, I was running around while. Oh, well, I was trying. Well, my toe may have been broken, so I had to relax. But yes, you're gonna keep it with the outside jokes. People on the streaming services don't know what you're talking about. So let me give you a little backstory. (laughs) So I was coming into the room, um, and I bumped my foot against the case that the audio equipment sits in, and I screamed out an expletive. And um, some of the people who are on Patreon were watching and. Mark's response to my expletive and the bump that they heard was very underwhelming. And so, you know, you were just saying, perhaps I could have broken my toe and my dear husband here would not have been remotely concerned. Um, 
he believes that I am strong and I can take it. So it's not this is that it's just I looked. It didn't like if you broke your toe, you would have like sat on the ground like oh my toe. Ah, nah, nah, nah. Like, you don't know what I would have done. You made a lot more noises. You don't know what I would have done. It seemed like it was just it was just a run in the middle breaking. No, run the road banging, not breaking, banging over your foot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you even apologize for the thing being there that caused it to happen to me in the first place? It, it's actually not out. Well, I don't know what happened. It's actually in the same way it's always been. Well, I don't know what happened, but today I bumped my foot. I apologize. Thank if, you. I'm sorry. I, I I didn't want your foot to get hurt. If that that is that is a fact. I don't want your foot to get hurt. I Allegedly. It's fine. I, I accept your apology. I accept it. I receive it. That's right. I take it down. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. cool. All right. Um, but um, anything else? No, that's it. So we didn't uh, introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm KB. <laughs> this is. <laughs> Hello, my name is Mark Metapoetic Bennett. Um, this is season four, episode, episode six. six. Yes. Of the All Love No Fear podcast. Shimmy, 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 shimmy. Check us out. On the Patreon, please. Yes, Patreon.com. On the Patreon, please. Only $3. $3. $3. But if you want to pay more, we have more options. Yes, we will. <laughs> if we, you want to support with more we welcome, money. We welcome your, yes, your generous donations. $3, but if, if you want to do five or ten, we have we have the option for we you. We won't stop you. We won't yes. deny your money. We we have the options for you. We certainly do. We appreciate right. you. Um, And we do love y'all. We do love yes, every, we do. every single supporter that we have. Yes, we appreciate y'all. We do not. Without y'all, there would be no us. Not at all. All right. Um, you got the love or lose it? Yes, I do. I've been all told right. you. So we have love it or, or lose it. Hey, love it or lose it. Hey, hey, love it or lose it. Hey, love it or lose it. Hey, 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 See, I had had it. Hold on, there it is. You moving around in the phone, be losing things. So, love it or lose, it's a segment here we start our show off with. You know, we just kind of put some options on the table, force you into some hard choices. We give you four options. We say, hey, which of these would you lose? Dash away, throw in the garbage, like it's garbage forever and ever. And which one would you love? Hold on to for the rest of your life dearly. Just. Just have a great relationship with. So, you know, I was thinking, you know, summer's coming up. People are getting vaccinated or not vaccinated, whatever folks are doing. And, you know, outside it's going to be open somewhat or, you know, people will make it open, whatever. And so I was thinking, what fun things would one want to get into for the summer? And I said to myself, I would like to be on a beach, which then followed with hmm, water activities. So. This week's Love It or Lose It is focused on water activities or water sports or whatever you'd like to call it. So the four options for our water sports are parasailing, surfing, snorkeling, and kayaking. Parasailing, surfing, surfing snorkeling, snorkeling, kayaking or canoeing, whichever speaks most to you those are your choices those are your choices parasailing snorkeling surfing kayaking slash canoeing um my loser is snorkeling okay um i just don't like water deep deep water i'll be on top of water this is deep water i don't do with 
snork snorkeling in like I understand there's like um shallow water snorkeling mm-hmm. but when I think of snorkeling I don't think of shallow water snorkeling I think yeah. of deep water snorkeling and I don't do deep water snorkeling <laughs> I don't think anything you're not into that I'm not into that I'm my deepest fear is well scuba I, diving is the deeper one than snorkeling snorkeling you're still close to the surface oh if I'm close to the surface then I, I guess that's fine scuba diving is when you're like really going down okay, down so down snorkeling is just well, sure, sure water. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if that's the case, then I won't lose that. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'll take away um, uh, surfing. Surfing, okay. That 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 small piece of board is not it's not enough to hold me. Because <laughs> I, I I I know that um I know my cause, so I I have, I have a I have a height issue. Okay, right? I don't do heights. The reason I don't do heights is because I have like this fear of it's obvious fear of just falling mm-hmm. right but like i'm okay with heights if i have something around me mm-hmm. <laughs> to prevent me from falling because i was getting ready to say we went to the observatory in the city and you Correct. were fine yes i was the one that was over there all scared because i i also trust structures okay right and if i can like see where i can like not slip mm-hmm like if I slip I'll still be fine I'm mm-hmm. like if I'm, up, if I'm up there in the observatory if I slip I'll just hit the floor and I'm cool yeah it's, it's, it, it's a lot of work for me mm-hmm. to fall out mm-hmm. yes right? even if I'm on a roof if I'm not at least on if I'm not on the ledge if I'm right there there's mm-hmm. like a, there's like a little like a little height I'm like mm-hmm. if I fall slip I'm cool right okay right? outside of zones but if I'm like there's no ledge mm-hmm. <laughs> or anything to help help you not fall with um serving okay that's a valid point it's a valid right. point i'm all i'm also always worried about like falling off and then like my head hitting a rock um Gosh, and like <laughs> it's fine that's i'm fine. worried about like falling and then being and like the waves are just too much and like like i i i, I I'll do swimming. I just I can't do like too much water coming in my face. Like I I I know I will panic, and the worst thing you can do in water is panic. Like that, that is that is the number one rule of swimming is not panic because your body gets tense and then you sink. Yeah, <laughs> but your body's relaxed. You float. Yeah, and I know how my anxiety set up that I will be tense and it would not work out. Right. <laughs> That's valid. That's valid. That's valid. That's why I say these things. Okay. I'm I'm with you. Um, I think mine is going to be the snorkeling. Uh I don't like the idea of being in water with a bunch of stuff on me. Like What do you mean stuff on you? Because when you when you snorkel, you have on a mask and you have on the, the thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like this is this is what you have. Like, let me show you a picture. Because I'm, I'm sure I'm not doing a good job of discovering it, of describing it. Not, but like you got on the goggles and the thing in your mouth. Like I just can't do all that. Like that's stressing me out. Like that, that like that's not that bad if it's not deep water. I just the idea of having it on me okay. and being under You're the water. Like, I just don't. It. I'm got not it. interested in it. Like as a person, you need to stand up. Like it looks cool, but I don't. I don't want it on my face. Is the, is the whole thing because I'm like. I know I'm not drowning, but the thought of being like, I would rather be under if I had to be underwater for like a few, a little bit, like I would rather nothing be on my face. Like the idea of oh, just thing on your face is the problem. Yeah. The things on my face is the problem. It's like, there's something on my face and there's water around me. Like, I feel like I would start panicking. Um, while I would love to snorkel simply to kind of like have that view. Cause I honestly understand why the 
items that you put on exist it's to make sure you don't die while down there but uh and then i think also too my fear is like what if something malfunctions like what if the 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 tube the air tube thing malfunctions like what am i gonna do then i'll just be stuck down there trying to you know live my best life um yeah so apparently my sister doesn't believe in me kayaking at all (laughs) she's like kayaking why would he ever do that Mm -hmm. i was out I was I am a, I was in Boy Scouts. <laughs> we mm-hmm. do we do other things in water. Dang, I have, I have kayaked on on the on the seas. Okay, um, and on the summer camps during um in your Boy Scout in, days. Boy Scout days, I did I did kayak in the seas, and kayaking is fun. Okay, kayaking is actually fun. I I don't know if I would try that. I I started yeah. to make it my lose it because I'm like this seems like a very small because when we went on when we went to camp what the hell um which Michaela will remember um they did have canoeing or kayaking as one of the activities to do I can't remember if we were able to do it but I remember it I think they had it but then it rained ca- or something so we didn't do it but I remember it being one of the activities they offered I actually rather kayak than canoe canoe to be honest with you neither one of them is appealing to me but. because kayaking it's like the boat is like very light mm-hmm. I can like like canoe is too heavy yeah they look a little flimsy like they look heavy but they also look like I yeah. might don't make it I, I'm actually cool with a kayak with a kayak I'm, I'm, just, I'm just like let's go yeah rowing is hard though which I think correct that's why I say kayak because like, it, it's just pushing myself I'm not pushing like myself and other people in this heavy in this heavy boat I'm not doing all yeah. this <laughs> but the idea of me being by myself in it also stresses me out because I'm like what if I what if I get weak? Now I'm just in a kayak. Well, yeah, that, I wouldn't swim out far. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm in a kayak. Like, can someone help? Because I can't. My arms won't let me do can, this anymore. Can you come get me, please? Please, <laughs> can help. Come get me. Come get me. So I just. But I, but I do, and I the, the kayaking in terms of um, being out to sea. Like, I do have a fear of like my oar falling in the water, though. Oh my god! I do have that fear because it's like, what you supposed to do? You just supposed I, to? I, just, I do have, I, I do have a fear of my of an oar falling in the water. Because now it's in the water. Like the shark down there has that oar now. Like you're not reaching in there to get it. It's like, come on. It's, I think I think that is where my my um my my fault. Oh my god! Do you remember like back when um Google Maps was you know still fairly new? I don't know how it was discovered. But somebody discovered that if you oh. put in the directions, uh, yeah, we, we used to do it all the time. We would put in the directions like how to get from here to like Japan. Yeah, it, it was if it was somewhere that you couldn't drive to, mm-hmm. they would just make up something ridiculous. Like it would say, drive to this part in California, then kayak, then kayak <laughs> five thousand seven hundred and sixty-six miles. I'm like kayak. I was like, that's that's what you choose, kayak, girl. Oh, like, that's that's what you choose. five thousand miles, girl. Where's the airplane? Yeah, that, that that was hilarious, and I yeah. guess I guess after a while there was there was like, like, that's ridiculous. We have to take this out. That's poor. That's poor. Poor decision. <laughs> poor decision making. We should not tell people that's to kayak to another country. Way. Like, what you gonna do when you kayak to Japan? Like, can you even make it there in a kayak for that many miles? You can. You just have to be strong and have food somehow in there. Yeah, I don't. And water. And just, just take a plane. It's yeah. Look at that. They um, have airlines. Just take a plane. It's easier. But yeah. Um. But yeah. Like the. Um. I think the. Which, so my love it lo- lo- love it oh, what's my love it is my love it kayak no you said parasailing and parasailing surfing snorkeling and kayaking was the options um yeah probably it's kayaking okay um parasail I, I, I don't see I don't know how well I would be at if a boat flowing over me ever getting out in the parasailing <laughs> 
What is parasailing? Parasailing is basically when you're like on the back of like a boat or oh, something, yeah. and it's no, pulling. I, it's basically pulling no, you. I, I can do parasailing. Yeah, I think that's my love it too. Parasailing. Yeah, yeah, like, I can do parasailing. I, I th- I'm thinking it's like sailing, but no, it's no, not. no. Par- I can do parasailing. Yeah, parasailing basically you're getting helped while yeah. you're. Someone else is there. Someone, yeah. if I fall, people can see me. They yeah. Like, oh, they, they fell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll come get them. <laughs> help him, please. Help yeah. him. I, it's it works because they see they see if I fall or not. Yeah. Like I would love to try parasailing, like on a on a on a vacation. Um, I'm feeling like next time we go to Barbados, I want to sign up for a parasailing. Yeah, I'm situation. Par- parasailing time, but yeah, I'm like we could do that. I can I can get with that. That that that's my love it. It it seems the safest because surfing. I'm like I would like to try sir. I did try surfing once, and I was like, nah, I don't. It looks super cool, but nah. I don't, I don't trust my anxiety. Nah, I don't trust my anxiety. I don't trust my balance. I don't trust a lot of things about me. I could barely stand up was the first part without like <laughs> just, it, in general. just in general like I was just like <laughs> and then I was like all right well that that was great but we're not going to do this anymore kudos to the people who like do it for real but yeah I'm not it's not, it's not how you built nah it's just the anxiety levels were way too high yep way too high and I, I remember being like it was like a I was like, what, a teenager, like maybe like 13, 14. And I was like, yeah, let's say it. Let's, let's surf. Let's do it. Looks super cool. And, you know, I think I tried for like an hour and I was like, you know what? That's it's going to be enough. I'm going yeah. I'm to tap out Shut respectfully. Yeah. That's yeah. enough. Yeah. We didn't, I didn't, I didn't put this as an option, but I would also like the jet ski too. I'm down with jet ski. Yeah. You just got to be careful fine. though. Cause you know, people, you know, people do too much. They rough too much. It's, it's like motorcycle. Yeah. They, they do too much. Yeah. I, that ski is safer than motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's safer than most. You just got to like drive it normal. Yeah. Drive it normal. Don't be doing too much. Cause folks be doing too much. And then they, you know, the jet ski, the jet ski capsize. And then they, they drift off to God knows where. You're like, Oh wait, 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 wait a second. Wait, 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 what happened? You was doing too much. That's what happened. So, uh, yeah, definitely would not recommend overdoing it there, but yeah, I definitely want to try um, parasailing um, next time I go to Barbados or a place where they have parasailing activities available. And what did you say your love it was? Kay- you said kayaking? Uh, Yeah, I think it's kayaking. Okay, cool. No, cool. it was parasailing. Parasailing. Okay. It was parasailing. Yeah. Parasailing. Yeah. I, I rock with Parasailing. Hey. 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 So yes, that was our love it or lose it, everybody. Um... Love it or lose it. Hey, love it or lose it. Hey, 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 love it or lose it. Hey, love it or lose it. Hey, 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 Before we continue, just a real quick, um, I'm just gonna play like a second of it and then we get out of it before they shut us down. Okay, shut us down. Don't get shut down. Yeah, I don't want to be shut down. No, I don't like that. They gonna shut it down. Yeah. Yo, I'm getting ready to put y'all up on something, man. Yo, when you see something ill, you know what I mean? That's good. Anything ill you see, it's Having a big six at the club, that's good. Okay. Especially if you got the fully equipped kid on it, it's good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, I had this bad six of chance. You was close. Whoa. 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 Dude, my world was like. Alright, but um, just rest in peace to Black Rob. 
Yes, rest in peace to Black Rob. This is insane. Like, we yeah. literally were talking about him last week and saying, you know, they had set up a GoFundMe for him. It seemed yeah. like he was having some health issues. He had some strokes, blah, 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 blah. They said that he did send money to him. Was it what he owed him? That's the real question. But the, the, how much did he owe him? I don't know. Did he owe him what? I don't know what he owed him. I, I feel I as if. I feel as if like we say that a lot of times that he owe you, but he might not owe that. Well, I don't. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. Did he actually? He might. You. He might not. I don't know. I was just saying. Okay. But rest in peace to Black Rob. Um, I think they said he had four children. Um, that he leaves behind. Um, it, I think I read the report. It said he died of kidney failure. Okay. So he had a lot going on health wise because. Um, in the last thing I had seen, like last week, they were saying he had had some strokes and stuff like that. So it seemed like he just had a lot going on health wise. And he was a young man. He was only 51. So, you know, sad to see, you know, someone die so young and seemingly so, you know, in a, in a bad place in their life, not in the greatest place, not in the place I'm sure he would have liked to been like to have been um, at this time. But rest in peace to him. Um I I don't think they've said anything yet about uh, funeral arrangements or anything like that. I saw somebody, I don't know who it was, posted a picture. It was Black Rob, Prodigy, and Big Pun in the picture. And I was like, dang, they all gone. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. But like him, him being homeless is insane. Yeah. I'm like, what is happening? Um, but I like Styles P, P posted something about them having to unionize. And like that that's a real thing. And like this this is this is where the... um problem lies and i'm glad that we're in this place now that people are like more receptive to the conversation mm-hmm. because for a long time people was like nah rappers y'all got all this damn all this money you're not messing with y'all mm-hmm. you're, not, you're not trying to support y'all getting more money right y'all just got money y'all don't spend money on stuff like that's kind of what it, that's kind of like the mindset of why people didn't support title because mm-hmm. title came out all the artists came and saying yeah we get a higher percentage people like give you more money mm-hmm. no <laughs> yeah, give you more money. Now it's a big. Now it's a big conversation about mm-hmm. artists getting more money. That was we're in a different place. So yeah. this plays probably into the union of like people like okay, mm-hmm. maybe artists need more rights. Yeah, I'm glad we're in that place now. But because for a long time people were like, nah, y'all already got enough money. Y'all don't right. need no money. <laughs> and it it doesn't it and that's simply not true because yeah. I think we've learned over time, especially with social media and just you know celebrities being more accessible. There's a lot of people that really don't have money like that. Yeah. Like it's all just, you know, like look at Lil Wayne. Back in Lil Wayne's prime, people would have thought Lil Wayne was rich. He was not. Yeah. He was he was getting gifted by baby with, you know, jewelry and clothes and cars and blah 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 blah. But Wayne didn't have no money himself. Yeah. You know, yeah. out of out of all that he was doing, all the albums he was making, everything that was going on, he didn't have any like liquid assets himself to take care of anything. And I think that's the situation with a lot of yeah. Um, the artists that we see like we think oh because they're driving this car or they they live in this house or they're wearing these they, jewelry they're doing a lot of renting number one yeah it's a lot of renting a lot of leasing and it's no shade to renting or leasing but you know people do it every day yeah and, but, and, and you know how, number one you know how hard is make a song yeah <laughs> number two if they're not making music then they're like trying to find they're trying to chase a hit and it's just a lot of stressful and you're telling me like like the big thing that like why it only came up in the first place and why I always support it is kind of like the people who kind of founded this whole thing, the mm-hmm. who kind of started the whole thing, they're all kind of just chilling. They right. don't really have any retirement plan. Yeah, like they're living regular lives, but regular they, places, and they created this whole thing. Right. Yeah. Right. We we can't we can't but we can't like support them. Right. Right. <laughs> because like there's there's no um there's no union for them. So yeah. like 
they could just be they could they could die broke and they created what you listen to exactly exactly and, that, and there's something that, wrong that is, with that that's a problem yeah and i think another part too that people don't take into account it's a lot of the people who are in music you know especially the men a lot of the rappers the singers whatever the case is a lot of these people didn't come from means and so when they quote unquote make it they're making it for them and their family so it's not like you know i'll I'll give chris brown as an example people can feel however they want to feel about him but chris brown was 16 when he hit the scene and you know from what i understand about chris brown his family lived in the country in virginia and they didn't really have a whole lot in terms of resources so when he started to see success it was now on him to buy his mom a house and take care of different family members and pay for people's tuition do this and do that and it's like when you have people in situations like that it's like they never get a ch- chance to enjoy what they have they have to take care of their they have to take care of every daggone body and it's not just like two or three people if they have a big family if they have a big family they're taking care of everybody and you know that's something that we as a community have to stop doing to our our like family members and stuff that make it big like they don't owe us anything and we shouldn't make them feel like they do owe us something just because they have somehow managed to be successful because that's how you see people end up with no money like at the end of their life it'd be like oh but they had such a great career they did this they did that but and it was even like, if, and even if you helped them they you stood on because you you weren't helping them <laughs> right was the, you, were you paying for studio time yeah you were helping them with the fact that they're getting big you were just helping them were you out paying of for yard. singing lessons were you paying for dancing what was it that you were doing that was that you feel that this person now needs to sustain your adult lifestyle nothing's wrong with you you can go out and work for yourself but you have somehow now made this person feel like they're not a real family member or a real whatever if they're not taking care of you and you know that's why you know i admire you know um, what's his name like uh what's that marshawn lynch like he takes care of people but he's not like on some i'm just financing people for the rest of their life while they sit on their back and you know just just chill like i worked for the money that i have i put myself in danger to get this money like if you need something you know, I'll put I'll put it up. I'll help you out, but I'm not here to support you for the rest of your life when you're able-bodied and can work. Yeah, because playing football is a dangerous sport. He's like, I could have broke my neck doing this. Yeah, so I'm not gonna let you just be chilling off the money I made when I, you can do something. I've told myself for a long time that like if we ever like won the lottery or something like that, that there will be anybody who wants something will be a will be a Shark Tank kind of thing. <laughs> All right, what are you, what are you gonna do with this? What, what, what's your plan for the next ten years with this money? What right. are you gonna do with it? How, how are you investing? What's your plan? I, I, I need I need full business plans before we do anything. Not full business plans. All right, we, we, I don't know. What are we doing with this money? Right. What is your plan? Give me a plan. Figure it out. Yeah, and and, and, and we and we pay in installments. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm, I'm just letting you know how it's gonna happen. That's fine. But I do agree with you on the unionization thing for. Um, for music artists because I think you know there needs to be somebody that's collectively bargaining for artists because you see it with all the other sports entities like there are people who are bargaining and saying hey this is the minimum that you need to pay people per year this is this is what you need to cover while they're playing the sport this is what you need to cover when they're not covering this when they're not playing the sport anymore because there are there are things that happen and we need to be able to 
provide care for people who are essentially providing a service and you know there is such a thing as a as a um what's the word i'm looking for expiration date on those things because it's very rare to see like a earth wind and fire isley brother like acts that stay around for decades like that's not common and so you know we we need to have something in place and i'm not um absolving people of their own personal financial responsibility and i feel like if there's going to be some type of unionization there does need to be um financial education in place um for a lot of these artists because because when you think about it a lot of these kids that pop they're like 18 19 and you know what they they doing with their money what i would do with my money when i was 18 or 19 the same the same thing well that, that that's always been the problem with the um industry and like the people who have like who had somebody who, to tell them the right thing to do mm-hmm. they they they're well but like they there's no um artist development that's what they always say there's no artist development right mm-hmm. there's no like how do you make it and prosper because the regular label is just like how do we get this hit out one. yeah yeah like there's no there's no artist development section of the um of the labels of most mm-hmm. labels this this is why like um well there is but not in the sense of not, not development not, like outside of your image or whatever as an artist like personal development like how do you how not, do you not, not, I, I can't even say I don't know what you're saying but not not even all places have that but I don't know what you're saying yeah. not, not even all that like um that's why like um they always say like certain labels they're real, they're they appreciate what they do like TDE mm-hmm. they they always appreciate TDE because Top Dog Entertainment for people who don't know who TDE is that is the label that um, Kendrick Lamar SZA and those uh, California artists like Reason those fo- those folks are on yeah so like they they they're known for doing a lot of artist development to make sure the person is good mm-hmm. and everything first right and everything like certain labels they're they're good at doing that mm-hmm. certainly was it not right um the um that and, and that's kind of like like back to like i guess talking about diddy that's what people's issue with diddy was in the first place is he he never really did artist development mm-hmm. like he like i, I don't want to take away that he did nothing because he did a lot mm-hmm. so like i always say like his his process of doing things we, we gotta move on to the main topic after this yes but his process of doing things was always i don't put all my effort into your first hit Everything into it. You first hit. I'm gonna do everything. I'm gonna do the video. No, go ahead. What was that sound? I'm doing. I'm doing a video. I'm gonna do um, everything I can to make sure your first hit goes hard. Mm-hmm. And then after that first hit, you got the rest. Which I don't think is fair. No, no, it's 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 not because like if if you if you have not because what 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 he's the, the, the he's like the um the person who was like. Like the parent, he's like, I had a hard life. Mm-hmm. You need to have a hard life too, right? And it's, and like, it's you, not and necessary. And if you can't figure it out with, the, then you you if you want, if you not putting the work in, like I'm putting the work in, that you don't deserve to be here, right? And it's like, correct. That can be motivational to some people, but to but others, that, that, it just that, feels that, like it doesn't work. For, but like, yeah. So like, I I understand where he where like where his mindset comes from, but like it just it just doesn't work for everybody else. No, it doesn't work for everybody because like that. Cause like he, cause Cause you he, can't do all that and then just pull the bottom out for some from under somebody and be like do it yourself do, do the rest yourself because the, the likelihood of them because a lot of the things that he's that people in his position are able to do come from relationships and it's Correct. like 
And it, you, you're actually crippling them because they can't live up to that. Exactly. Because they because while they may have met certain people, been in this rooms with certain people, it's one thing to be like, oh, I've met this person a few times versus this is somebody I came up with and they'll be willing to do X, Y and Z for me because I know them like that. So it's just it kind of puts people in an unfortunate situation. Yeah. And where they kind of can't it, win. It, it, it's almost like he's doing handholding for the first thing. Yeah. And they're letting go without and like they without the proper like transition transition it's just yeah. like oh, okay cool i'm moving on you figure it out and it's like but but I, I i don't know what to do so if you see me looking off to the side it's because i realized i spelled a word really badly and it's this is the first time i'm noticing that i spelled it really badly what listenership oh i was like what is listenership where there are letters missing <laughs> and it's been there for like two weeks listenership and i was like what is that so if you saw me looking off I that's what it thinking, was i think you were thinking internship and listen yeah i was like listener. what what am I, I I'm like what I'm trying to say so this is nuts so right. um, but yeah let's go right into the main topic I can't so what I just showed Mark was uh, <laughs> a meme that Lakeith Stanfield posted and it says and it's a guy standing with somebody in a Grim Reaper, Grim Reaper costume next to him and it says you told her on your life you wasn't effing with other bees let's roll n-word and it makes me it makes me laugh because it's a lesson to the myth stop lying Stop lying. That's right. Because the Grim Reaper may pull up and be like, well, you said on your life and we're here now. So that's fine. All right. Um, main topic. Yes. So this topic. Lead us in, Mark, because you came up with this one. The topic is basically bigots and people who do certain things make us support things we wouldn't usually support. And people who like do to people who don't understand the whole picture people who go too hard on one side force me and Kristen and some other people sometimes to support things mm-hmm. we wouldn't usually support. Um, I go from on the low end and I go from on the high end. Right? Mm-hmm. On the low end, um, I remember when um, the song I Love God come out, right? Mm-hmm. By, I, by love, Mary, not, I was going to say Mary Mary. What that lady named? Erica Campbell. Erica Campbell. I, I love God. Right. Mm-hmm. And the song came out and I was kind of like, meh. <laughs> Because in my mind, I'm like, it's like Mary J. Blige doing a song, a little trap song. Like, what are you doing? Why, why would you do that? Right. Right. But then there was like mad backlash from like the church community mm-hmm. saying like, what? She can't do that. What? She's she's not being holy. She's trying to do that music and everything. And now it forces me to now support the song <laughs> because I'm like, that's not why. I just don't like the song. Right. But now I have to support, I have to support the song because I think someone, you, you should have the ability to sing however what you want to sing even if it's bad but you should be, still be able to be able to do it right right because <laughs> i was like i didn't really like the song either i was like erica what is you doing like yeah. this is not and i don't know this lady so i shouldn't i shouldn't even fix my mouth to say this is not you because i don't know her as a person but i kind of was like this is not i guess it wasn't on brand for what i knew her as is mary mary and maybe she wanted to do something different to separate herself from being Mary Mary and kind of solidify herself as her own yeah. artist. And I'm like, her husband's a producer and he produced for everybody. So why can't she get some fire too? Who are me to hate? But I was initially kind of like, ugh, I don't know about this, uh, Miss Oracle. I don't know. But then when she put it out and people were like Mark said, 
she's not a Christian. She's not holy. I was like, you know what? This is my new jam. Yeah. Now, this is my new jam. Now, now, I, now I have to. Now have Erica's going to go and get a check for my streams <laughs> because why do we have to go so far as to attack her whole faith just because she did a song that was trapped? Like, I, I, I want to understand why the, why the gospel people are so committed to feeling like everybody needs to sound like the Clark sisters and Albertina Walker. Um, it's, it's the 21st century. Um, not everybody's receiving music or receiving gospel music in that way. Um, I love a Clark sisters. I love a, a, you know, a, a, a Andre Crouch, a Donald Lawrence. I like that kind of music, but that doesn't mean that everyone else does. And if there are other ways that people can get music out, I'm, I think somebody out here, uh, weed whacking or something um but if that's the way that you know people receive the message from the music why not encourage them to do that like i i don't see what the problem is with i love like i don't i don't get it oh because you know it makes you think about it's like all right well then don't listen to it but don't say the lady not a christian or she don't really love God, or she don't really yeah. Like don't you, do that. You, you could just not like it. You could just not like it. That's fine. Like <laughs> people didn't like Kirk Franklin's music, and people think we forgot. But I remember when Kirk Franklin was putting his music out, and people was like, ah, he's doing all that hippity hop hop, and he's he's bringing the secular world into the gospel but, world. But, but, lo and behold, now everybody's like, oh, he's the greatest. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, y'all yeah, yeah, not like him. Y'all are some new brain acting Negroes. Kirk didn't forget, and neither did we. <laughs> Yeah. that's what made me like stomp and revolution even more because the church I grew up in they was not here for none of that church Kirk Franklin I remember one time we was doing choir rehearsal and our choir director played a Kirk Franklin song and I remember the older people in that church was like what is that and I think we she tried to have us sing one of the songs one time and it was like I think the only Kirk Franklin song we were ever allowed to sing was that lean on me song <laughs> But any other time, because our, our choir director was like a little, like a younger person. And, you know, she was into the, to the, to the, you know, more contemporary music at that time. And they was not having none of that uppity, uppity Kirk Franklin. All we could do was lean on me because it was slow. Yeah. And, you know, it sounded more in line with the kind of uh, music that we did in that church. But they was not trying to hear no, do you want a revolution? Whoop, whoop. They wasn't having none of it. They like, don't whoop in this church. How dare you? We don't whoop here. How dare you? And that made me like those songs even more. So I guess yeah. I've been choosing violence my whole life. Um, I feel the same way with uh, Lil Nas X. Yeah. Um, people hated Old Town Road and called it corny. And I was like, like I stand. Yeah. Like I in, stand. in the beginning, I was like, eh, it's okay. Yeah. I was like, what is this? What is this outfit? What is but, all this? But then, but then they tried to be like, no, it doesn't deserve to be country. I'm like, now you're playing all the time. Yeah, now now now, now Lil Nas X is getting the streams. And he was like number one for like a few weeks and like for got nominated months, for, for, a for a few months and got nominated for a Grammy. Like I was like, listen, no, you you gonna play this song now. Right. Lil Nas X gonna get a coin off my stream. I'm sorry. Because you know you, what? You're playing games. Who are you to tell black people who made country that a song's not country because it's a black person doing it? So I was like And then when Billy Ray Cyrus jumped on it, I was like, Yes, it's country. In case y'all were wondering. <laughs> it's country. And to this day, Old Town Road and the remix slap. To this day. Sorry. Yeah. They're gonna be jams for me i'm gonna be playing them at my barbecues when i'm older because it's a jam and y'all was hating on the good boy and yeah. i didn't like it i didn't like it even with his new song the call me by your name uh montero montero they're forcing me to support the song <laughs> because i was like the, the, the song sonically 
is okay. I don't hate it. It's definitely less annoying than I found Old Town Road to be. But I just was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now they're forcing me to to like the song because they have told this boy he's a demon that's going to hell. And I think he kind of did that when he slid down the stripper pole to hell. I think he understands that that's what y'all think, that he's yeah. going to hell. It, it, he, like the whole point of the whole thing is because like... It, it's crazy when like stuff like this happens no one looks internally no <laughs> I'm like why does he know he does that because of basically churches have told him he's going to hell ever since right. he came out right so he was like oh y'all don't want or, me and he said even before he ever came out and he was a kid going to church like that was the messaging he received that he was going to hell and so he kind of and he kind of says it at the beginning of the song in the video before it plays he kind of says you know basically he told he read a letter to himself that he wrote when he was like 13 or 14 like basically I'll never let this thing about me come out because I know it's going to be received XYZ way and you can feel however you want to feel about LGBT people issues whatever you want to think but it's like I can't imagine being that young and knowing something like that about myself and having people tell me I'm going to hell because of something I feel like I can't control like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that messaging as a 13 or 14 year old. Uh, that would be kind of self-crushing. And so, uh, you know, if, if that's how that man want to be, if that's how that man lived, like that's we got to stop saying that people are going to hell. We don't know. We don't even know if hell is real. Let's start there. Um, <laughs> we don't because there's so many things that we're now discovering that are like on the lowest of keys made up by people. Um, and so it's like. You know, like Joe Budden likes to play on his podcast. What is the truth and what is a lie? Like <laughs> at this point, it's like, who really knows? Because it's like so many things have been distorted and misconstrued and and, and uh, changed up to be made to mean X, Y, Z when it really doesn't mean that. If you look at the original translation. Blah. So there's a lot of stuff that's like gray area um, in terms of certain belief systems that we have. And so I kind of feel like. Stop Stop condemning people to where you think they should be like you, you don't you don't know anything about anything. You're not God. You don't know how Lil Nas X or anybody and, else lives their life. And you don't you don't know the heart of anybody. Yes. You don't know anybody's heart. So just relax. That, 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 that's, that's the As the little girl in the, in the in the video said, worry about yourself. Worry about yourself. Like that's a yeah. that's a major life key. But now because of all this, and apparently I, I want to say this too, um, I guess people have been protesting the little Nas X song. And so people were having like it was starting to like be hard to find on um streaming platforms. And so I saw him post earlier on um earlier this week that he was gonna stream it on Pornhub. I'm like, huh? But I guess, you know, people be on there. So you got to get your stream somehow. I'm like, but what is what is people? What are people so upset about that? It's come to where streaming platforms are feeling well, like they, they did the same thing with what? So with, with yeah, and I'm like, what what is the big deal? What is what is the big deal? Yeah, like when, when people, oh, anytime someone goes too far, it forces me to support it. Come like people have the freedom, and I, I think when people when people start trying to take away someone's freedom, I'm always like, no, I guess no, you got to support it now. But now you're trying to you're trying to cast something on somebody's character <laughs> right because because of and like and, and I think that's when it comes down to it like um because so, sometimes you can have valid points mm-hmm. but because of who is attached to and what it's attached to right about. like um we talked about last last week with the whole thing with um little mama mm-hmm. was her name little mama I did it. no yeah we talked about little mama yeah 
Um, and then like she might have valid points to make about like she might like she might have felt like harassed by people mm-hmm. based off of like how she felt about certain things. Mm-hmm. But how you approach it makes me feel like now I can't support what you're saying right? because you went too far. Yeah, like you took like, it too far. Now, now it's coming across very like hateful. Correct. Because you, 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 you take it too far. So now like even if you have valid points, I can't now support your, your point because of what's it, what it's attached to. Exactly. Um, and that's kind of like how what they did with like politics a lot mm-hmm. was like they'll say a bunch of crazy stuff and then they'll say one thing like oh but don't you support this one thing like yes I support this one thing but everything else attached to it nah yeah so yeah. now I can't support it right <laughs> because you you attach all this other stuff to it yeah yeah that that I think that's how Trump got people in the first place because mm-hmm. he would like say a bunch of crazy stuff but he was like yeah but don't you want this I'm like yeah I want this but everything else comes with it <laughs> Like it all, no. it, it, it all, everything else comes with yeah. That. Like it's I not, think it's not just one thing. Yeah, like I think we can all agree that you know national security is important. Every nation in, in this world is concerned about you know being safe and keeping their people safe. Yeah. So I'm like, as a general principle, I'm in support of national security and safety. But when you're throwing in the the Mexicans are rapists and robbers <laughs> and it's a different conversation <laughs> the Muslims bring drugs here or whatever other storyline you're trying to it's hard for me to get on board with I, the, I with the initial point I can't just like like I'm like nah your, your point has some other things attached to it right like <laughs> like, like I, I can't I can't I'm not gonna just leave it by itself no because that, that's attached to it yeah it, like, com- it comes with it yeah it's a package deal and I don't want that package I just I just because I, this this part is okay I can I can agree with you and see the point on this part but the rest of this is just it's too much. Yeah, it's too much. So it's, here. it's just, it's just, a lot, it's just a lot of crazy things. I, I think, I think we like, like I, I, I think biggest have forced people <laughs> to like support things they don't really want to support. Yeah, <laughs> because it's like you just go too far. Yeah, like it's, it's just, it's, it's over the top. It's over the top. Like, and and there, it, it's unnecessary. Like. If you don't like something, if you don't support something, if you don't just like Lecrae said it best, if you don't like something, if you don't support something, if you don't agree with something, just move on. You don't have to make a statement. You don't have to, you don't have to do anything. You can just move on. Just do that. Just ignore it. Just pretend like it's not happening and keep it pushing. Like he was talking about it in response to the little Nas X thing. Like the shoes were a lot. I will never buy them. I'm cool on the whole thing. You could also just not buy yeah, that's my choice. I have I have the choice. <laughs> it's not my- I have the choice to say that's that's for someone. That someone's not me, and I can move on with my life. But because y'all are over here, like, calling him everything but a child of God, I'm like, you know what? I do hope he gets some sales. I do hope. I do hope someone <laughs> buys those shoes. Like, because <laughs> you're doing too much. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. Like, I I, I don't know what to say because. The, the, and this is the, the point because the lesson you keep talking about he's not getting that lesson right <laughs> he's just getting the hate right because he's been like and, and like what 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 message are you trying to tell him because you, what, you're, what you're trying to tell him is not what he's hearing because exactly. of like how it's coming off exactly. so like you're you're so what you're doing is not helpful so not at might, all so like you're not, you're not being helpful at all 
Not at all. Not even not even a little bit. And, you know, it kind of ties into uh, the thing I read from your favorite heretics today. And it's like, you know, a lot of basically you, uh, it's an Instagram account. Mark and I have talked about on the podcast before um, your favorite heretics. It's uh, two people who were like formerly in the in the evangelical church um, sphere who are now, you know, out of it. And, you know, they talk about, you know, a lot of the church traumas and things that they've experienced and, you know, just kind of unlearning the trauma of being in those situations. And one of the things they posted today was um, if you got to preface something with I'm saying this in love or I'm saying this out of love, it's not about love at all. It's about you being right. And I'm like, yeah, that 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 hits because a lot of the the judgment that was passed on like even Erica when she wore that white dress she was styled in a white dress and it was like up to her up to her up to the neck long sleeved covering her knees the only thing you could really see was her her chins and her feet which were in shoes and the gospel community called her everything but a child of God because the dress was form fitting and it's like but she has a form and if we're fearfully and wonderfully made, why can't she wear a dress where you see that form? She got a whole husband. She got about three kids by the man. Like she's not soliciting anything. She's not selling sex. She's not doing anything. Like she's just wearing a, 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 a dress with some good hair and makeup and a yeah. shoe. But the way people vilified her, I was just kind of like, I didn't even like her like that, but they made me an Erica Campbell fan because of it. Yeah, because it's, vocally, it's, I actually prefer prefer Tina in the group, but I'm like, you know what? I fools with Erica now. I'll go see her where she at. Be, be, and like, because y'all call that lady everything a child of God and try to tell her that your critique of her clothing as an adult woman is in love. And that's my other thing too. It's like be, y'all be, still be, talking be, to adult people about things that they're doing. It's like, huh? Correct. And 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 the big and the big issue is, and this is why I say, like y'all saying things tone deaf to what's going on. Yeah, you're tone deaf to how um how y'all treat how the christian community treat women mm-hmm. and how y- y'all always yep. doing it so like that plays into it so you saying something mm-hmm. plays into that yep you keep trying to you, you can't talk in isolated incidents with things that are um structurally ingrained into it mm-hmm. things that are structurally ingrained like you can't just talk about it. I, i'm talking about this isolated incident. no you can't. It, it doesn't come off as an isolated incident because things have happened over centuries mm-hmm. of how you'll treat women. So that is how you approach it. <laughs> and you have to understand, mm-hmm. like you you can't you can't just voice your opinion in an isolated incident with a with a global problem. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Because it's a global problem that's been happening. So we're not they're not listening to it in the ears of an isolated incident. They're listening yeah. to it in the terms of how we have been treated for years. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And like you, like you have to stop doing it, and 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 that's the reason why like I I don't argue with people about racial things. No, because like they'll try to argue me, argue argue me about an isolated incident. Like talking about a global thing. Like when, when you talk about things with um, Black Lives Matter thing. Yeah. Like they'll they'll argue down about semantics about isolated things. Mm-hmm. I'm like yeah, but look at this one situation. Great, that one situation. Is there a problem though? Yes, it's a problem. Right, right. <laughs> you keep trying to pinpoint. You trying to um nitpick isolated incidents, and it it's never it's never going to solve the problem. Mm-hmm. We still we we have we feel, have the feeling because of years of an issue. You keep trying to nitpick isolated incidents, and not put them as as a whole together. You're gonna have it's gonna be a problem. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. we we've been screaming about this for centuries. Agreed. 
Agreed. So are you going to nitpick this one one thing? No, have this one unimportant thing. It's like you're just willfully trying not to see the. Well, you, 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 like you keep you can't nitpick every single time. Yeah, it's always it's been an issue for centuries. Yeah, it's never been solved. Yeah, but people people swear they have the answers. How sway? How? Just so like you 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 can't you can't keep isolating the incident just to, to and that, that that's that's kind of what the problem is. Agreed. Agreed. <clears throat> Anything else? Want to stop it? No, that was it for me. Stop okay. making me support things that I wouldn't ordinarily support because y'all want to be ignorant. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. All Thank right. you so much. You're far too kind. Uh, let us move on now to our artist spotlight. Artist spotlight. So as y'all know, this is National Poetry Month. Um, this is week three, I think, of National Poetry Month. Yes. Yes. And so we've got another poet up for you today. I don't know who it is, but you know, Marcus got it on his phone. He's got it pulled up. I don't have it pulled up. Oh, Just I thought you did. Um, yes. Yeah, so National Poetry <laughs> Month, it, it happens in April every year. Um, we... You know, Mark is a poet himself. And so I was like, instead of doing like musical artists this year, how about we do some poetry so people can get into the talents of people that are out here that are doing that are doing great things with words. Um, You know, I like I like poetry a lot when it's good. I don't really like bad poetry that that upsets me. But um, yeah, that's that's really what's going on. Uh, every every month, every National Poetry Month, uh, every year, there are you know various poets I follow who try to write like a poem a day. Um, yeah. Some people succeed and really do it all 30, 30, 30, 30 April has thirty days, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was th- I was doing the thing in my head. Thirty days have September, April, June, and November. Yeah, I had to think it through. Um, <laughs> Cause I don't, I don't know anymore. Um, but April 31st sounded strange in my head. That's why I was like, let me just confirm. But yeah, so people write 30 poems in the month and you know, people, people, people are quite creative with it. Like, cause a haiku definitely counts as a poem. So you can, you can definitely get it off if yeah. you like put your mind to it and like actually stick to it. But yeah, you know, I don't know. Word. I don't know. Do you, do you have something yet? Because I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're looking for from me at this juncture, um, because I, why don't you have it? It's a real question. What's it's happening? It's a long with you? story. It's a long story. What, what, what? Shorten it for me. Give me, give me the cliff notes. All right, we're gonna do the um, the DMX one. The industry. That's fine. DMX industry. I think he did this on like Deaf Poetry Def Jam. Poetry. Or yeah. Oh, don't play no Omari Hardrick poetry. He's awful. I wish awful. he was. I wish he wasn't so bad. Awful. My God. Awful. I wish he wasn't. He thinks he's popping though, which is the sad part. I'm bringing to the stage my man from Yonkers, New York, DMX. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. I appreciate it. What I'm going to speak on is the thing that's on my mind the most. You know what I'm saying? The thing that we all got to deal with every day, but don't really know. The industry. The industry, man, it's not the same. Doesn't have to do with talent, it's about playing the game. The industry, real niggas is dying to get in. The industry, just to find they don't fit in. The industry ain't what it used to be. The industry's trying to control the way you MC. They want you to dress like this and talk like that. But I'm going dress like this and talk with the bat. The industry got your word meaning nothing. The industry, what you heard, because he's bluffing. The industry, money, 
Hate for that day to try to take a fucking thing off my plate. The industry like, wait! But in the streets, we like, get them. <laughs> 17 up in that thing. Catch them sleeping and hit them. The industry, if you ain't got a strong mind, the industry will break you down It's a matter of time. The industry, vultures with nothing to feast on. See me? I'm getting my beast on. The industry, stay in the dirt, play in the dirt, test the wrong one in the industry and you will get hurt. I'm not an industry artist. I'm an artist in the industry. So I do what the fuck I want because nobody can finish me. The industry, wanted, dead or alive, new artists to sell their souls in the way they survive. The industry don't give a fuck about you, but the industry couldn't make a dime without you. The industry, I'm sick of this industry shit. The industry playing them like a industry bitch. They tried to finish me quick, but I am long, so I stand strong. Fuck a beat. Listen to the words in the damn song. I only, I, I only know how to speak the truth, you know what I'm saying? So I got a, I got a little short joint I'm going to hit you with, you know what I'm saying? And, and it basically reflects on my relationship with the industry. This is what it is. Often, my words fall on deaf ears. Motherfuckers be listening, but don't hear. Talking to a nigga, he be sitting right here. I be like, where you going? Nigga be like, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I can't. I can't. Rest in peace, DMX. Rest in peace. Yes, indeed, indeed. So that was our artist spotlight. We don't need to give an intro or anything. You know who DMX is. You know who DMX is. is. Yes, I feel like we've been talking about him for two. This is like the third week talking about DMX, so yeah. It's DMX. Yes. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Darkman X. Darkman X. Darkman X. Darkman X. X. Yes. So going into our this week in random, um, first at the top of the list, um, DMX's memorial. Uh, they have announced uh, they're doing a public memorial at Barclays Center on the twenty fourth. Um, I feel like it's slightly irresponsible to attempt to go, but I kind of want to. Um, <laughs> or at least be in the area mm-hmm. where it's going down. And I think they're doing a formal uh, funeral and whatnot for the family on the 25th. But uh, the uh, public, you know, whatever, will be on the 24th at the Barclays Center. I might shimmy down there and see what the kids are doing. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's it, you know, I've been seeing people posting on the internet, you know, like, uh, in Yonkers and in other places in Westchester, they're playing his music, and you know it's just it's just nice to see the appreciation at this point in his life, uh, or at this point, you know, where where he's gone on. Um, I didn't know his his youngest child was so young; like it's legit a little boy, like yeah. less than two years old. I'm like, goodness gracious, this is insane, insane. But, you know, and I think his oldest kid is like in his 20s or something like that. So it's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. it's just a lot that's happening over there. Um, and do you know who Melly is? I know that name. Why? Melly, she's a rapper from I think she's from the Bronx. I think she Puerto Rican, Dominican, one of those. I'm not trying to be racist. I really can't remember which. Um, I um, I first heard about her from I think the Joe Budden podcast and I started listening to her music or whatever the case may be um, and basically 
she uh, posted, I think it was Friday, that she's not release, releasing music anymore. What she said was, the real reason I haven't released music is because behind the scenes legally, things have been going on, but I decided as of today to give up all my rights to my music. I no longer want to continue doing music off of the strength that in this business, you can't really trust... Um, what was the other piece? You can't really trust... You can't really trust. I apologize to my fans, but I don't care to do music when it's in other people's hands and greed is the main reason. Aside from just legal stuff, I haven't been myself, not in this industry or environment. You never know people's real intentions with you. And I say this to say, uh, do what you love, but when it becomes draining, gets you paranoid, you don't feel like yourself anymore and you start to figure, you start to realize you can't figure out who's really on your side, just take the high road. There's no lead to live in a constant battle and being unsure of who is who. So basically she's kind of reiterating what DMX just said in the poem. Like, you know, the music industry tries to change you, tries to make you do things a certain way. And it tries to, you know, take your stuff from you. And you basically are in a position where you either say, I'm going to do whatever they want so I can keep, you know, putting my stuff out because I love it so much or you get to the point where you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. I would rather find something else to do with my time than music. And it make reading that it's like, she hasn't, she hasn't really even really been out like that. She started in 2020. Yeah. Like she really hasn't been out like that. Like I said, like I said, I only remember, remember hearing about her from the Joe Budden podcast where they were talking about like few up and coming female rappers. So it's like the fact that she hasn't even really made it mainstream yet. And she's already like, nah, yeah, it says to me, you know, like this this thing is very toxic. Yeah, and and also like she she probably was just in a better place where she can't do that. Yeah, a lot of times people are just not in a good place to do that. Yeah, and I mean she's a very talented girl. Like I follow her on social media. Like she has a personality. She has something about herself. So I feel like if music is not what she does, she will still find a way to survive and thrive. But I feel sad for her at the same time because it's like if this is something you always wanted to do and now you got the opportunity to do it, but you realize these people are about to like strangle me with what it is they're trying to do. Like having the courage to say, you know what? I'm going to head out respectfully and just let these people have what they have and just go on about my business. Then, you know, I, I, I can't fault this because, you know, I feel like a lot of artists have probably been, a lot of our faves have probably been in that exact same position, but you know, because they had, they now have responsibilities. They have this, they have that. They just kind of were like, all right, fine. I'll do whatever. I'll do whatever. And, you know, it's very, it's a very hard thing to, to come out and say, I'm cool with this. Cause basically Melly is like excommuting her, excommunicating herself from doing music again, because, you know, people are, you know, this is probably going to work against her in some way. And, you know, I'm sure she's okay with it, but it's just like, you know, it's a shame that we, how many people we miss out on as music consumers because people are like what I my art is too valuable to me to let people change it or me for a dollar so it just it just makes me sad to think about how much we don't get as people simply because people artists are like I don't want to play this game with the industry and become something that I am not and it's like I wonder if that's why we haven't gotten any Rihanna music. Like, if that's part of the reason. Like, 
I know she's doing her, you know, Fenty skin, her makeup, her this, her Savage by Fenty. I'm sure she's doing, I know she's doing other things and she doesn't need to do music. But it makes me wonder, like, is there something going behind the scenes or has there been something going behind the scenes where, you know, they're trying to have her do something or set her music up in a way that she's not comfortable with it. She's just like, well, I just won't put anything out because Rihanna is an artist who like was practically putting out an album every year. So to be six years, five, six years without putting out any kind of music, that's very unlike her. So it makes me wonder like mm-hmm. what's the behind the scenes that's delaying this because it can't simply be, Oh, she's busy with other things. She doesn't want to do music. I'm like, she's Rihanna. She can figure it out. But I feel like there's there's some stuff behind the scenes. And the fact that that documentary that was supposed to come out didn't come out, I wonder I wonder what's up with that. I, I saw somewhere that it's still supposed to be coming out this year, but I, I'm like, I'm very curious to know like what caused the delay. Maybe we'll know, maybe we won't, we don't, we, who knows. But, you know, best of luck to Melly with whatever she does next. Cause I did like her music and I thought she was super cute, but you know, I guess she said, y'all not gonna play with me out here yeah. in the streets. Um, so moving on to some slightly sadder things so uh outside has opened back up and apparently you know there have been some mass shootings so um there was a mass shooting at a a fedex facility in indianapolis um there was a shooting i saw pop up on my phone in uh in uh i don't know was it texas somewhere somebody else was out shooting i'm like what's what's wrong with everybody yeah, people come outside doing do the most now. Doing the most. So between... It's like, like, I've been waiting to shoot. Yeah. I've been doing the most since, since January, honestly. Yeah, like between the shootings, like I feel like every... I'm like, a, another shooting? Yeah, goodness it's, gracious. It's, it's, it's been crazy. I'm like, goodness, what is the matter with people? Um, there was one in Austin um, that happened like today. Um, so everybody just outside with guns. Um, wasn't there another one in Colorado somewhere? Last week, uh, there was one in Ohio. Um, it just, oh my God, it's too much. Um, so in addition to these shootings, rest in peace to those victims. And I hope that, you know, the people who did these awful things are brought to justice because nine times out of 10, it's just innocent people minding their business. And some person just decides, I want to shoot some stuff up and kill some people. Like what? what is happening? Um, in addition to that, there have been, you know, now the outside's open again, uh, more police uh, involved shootings. Um, so there were two big ones that happened in the last week. Um, Adam Toledo, a 13 year old from um, Chicago. Um, there's been a lot of up uproar about that because uh, he was, in fact, a 13 year old. And I've seen reports that he was a gang member and so on and so forth. But from what I've heard, because I haven't watched the video, I can't bring myself to watch any more of those videos. I watched Philando Castile and I deeply regret doing that. It's still in my head. So I don't watch the videos of these shootings anymore. Um, I, from what I've heard and, you know, people that are commenting and that have seen be, it can tell me. Be, before you finish, they said as of March 31st, there's been 126 mass shootings in 2021. As of March 31st, there have been 126 mass shootings in the United States. We need, we need another quarantine because y'all don't know how to act. 126? It is <laughs> April. What are y'all doing? Mass shootings. And this is not including the ones that have happened this month. So I, I can't even. <laughs> in Mar- since March, as of March 31st. Yeah. Like, it don't need to be COVID quarantine, but we can stay inside because you don't know how to act. 148 people have died. 481 people have been injured. 
for a total of 629 victims. What is the reason? January 1st. America is the ghetto, and I don't care what any of y'all try to tell me. Like, people just out here just randomly shooting. Like, y'all be like, gang violence, gang violence. No, it be random people who don't always look like us that go and buy guns and because they're mad about who knows what, just go start killing innocent people who are minding their business. Like, I'm sorry. To me, that's worse than the cartels and the gang. Like, at least them people be getting people they got a personal issue with. These mass shooters just be outside shooting up people that don't have nothing to do with nothing. Been 32 in April. I'm like, come on already. April ain't even halfway through. And it's been 30, it's 32. And it's like people like at supermarkets minding a bit like what is happening with like, why do we care more about people having the right to bear arms and people not dying from shopping at the goddamn supermarket? Like you trying to tell me I can go to Trader Joe's and just get shot because I'm in the Trader Joe's trying to get some yogurt. Like what, what kind of country do we live in where people can't even do mundane everyday activities without the possibility of some crazy person coming in and shooting them. Yeah. The reason reason why it doesn't seem as crazy because they, they tried to reduce the definition mm-hmm. to if four or more people were killed. Mm-hmm. But they, like, they... Which is trash in and of itself. Yes. But the reality is mass shooting doesn't mean that people get killed. For four more people get injured. Right. I think should be yes, mass the, shooting. Yes, yes. They don't have to be killed. Yes. If more than one person got shot, it's a mass shooting. Okay. Well, it's, it's not mass shooting; it's shooting. If it's more than one person, we, like how uh, how do we arrive at four as the number? If, uh, four, four, is four, it four, not a mass four. shooting if it's two or three? Um, it's more they, than one person. They they, they consider it um, over three, so four, four for a mass shooting. Three is too many. No, three is too many. I, I I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm, count I'm, mass I'm, at two. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm agreeing with you. No, I'm not arguing that. with you. I'm just saying these arbitrary numbers are upsetting. Um, but yeah, so, you know, in addition to the mass shootings, um, police involved shootings have also, um, seen a rise. And so Adam Toledo, I don't know what the rise, but just a rise, not a rise, a but rise like a uh, rise in publicity in publicity. Yes. Cause I feel like when the quarantine was happening, there weren't, there weren't that many reports, but it seems like there are more coming out now. So Adam Toledo was, I think it was like early, early in the morning, like two 30 in the morning or something like that. It looked like, or what I what I've read is, it appeared that he was running with a gun in hand, and he was told to stop. He stopped and and threw the gun away from him, and still got shot. And you know, people are outraged about an uproar about that because he was 13 years old. If the report is through that he that he threw the gun away, I'm not really clear on why the shot had to happen. Uh, if he was still holding the gun or pointing the gun in the officer's direction. I can understand why a shooting, not to kill necessarily. I don't understand why we don't know how to not shoot to kill. I, I'm not not clear on why we can't figure that out as a people. Um, I don't know. I just don't know. So he was killed. Um, and, you know, there's protests all over Chicago and the country regarding this. And then Dante Wright, um, who was shot in um, Minneapolis, not Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota, I think it's Brooklyn Center, is where this happened. It's not far from Minneapolis. Um, basically, he got pulled over. Um, I, I think they were saying something about him having air freshener dangling from the uh, rear view mirror. And somehow that turned into a shooting and he died and he was like I think 19 or 20 years old and had like a one-year-old um, son like just why why do police interactions with black people always have to end with the person dying 
police pull over white people every day and those people cuss them out call them everything but a child of god and they get to drive away and go home and talk about their experiences why why do and black then, people always statistic. end up getting shot and killed and they, and they say that more white people had drugs in the car than black people right like why what what is the issue and then i was reading something where like a thread on on twitter where you know black men were talking about how they traded in their, their cars essentially because they kept getting pulled over by police because police kept thinking it wasn't their car or they stole the car even though they were like you know people they could afford the car they were like i can't get cars like this because they never believe it's mine and i keep getting pulled over so instead of me driving the porsche panamera that I can afford. Let me get this Nissan so these people will leave me alone. Like the fact that we live in a country where black men who have been told they're lazy, they're this, they're that, they work hard, they earn their money and they still can't spend it the way they want to because of racism. Like it is so insidious how this thing works. And it's just, I can't, like I'm so tired of hearing these stories. I'm so tired of hearing about this. Like what is this country going to actually do to change? Because it doesn't seem like it has any interest in changing. It seems like they're completely fine with continuing to kill black people and brown people for, you know, the slightest inclination of quote unquote fear of their life, whatever that means. And they keep getting away with it. They keep getting away with it. Like there's never any, there's almost never any charges filed. And if there are charges filed, you know, very little comes of it. The family doesn't get any peace. They don't get any justice. Like it's just, it's a bunch of nonsense. And it's just, it's just tiring. Like at this point, I'm truth is I'm tired. Like Tamla man said, like, I don't know what else to say. Just truth is I'm tired. That's it. Um, on a brighter note, I did want to shout out. Um, there's a police officer up in, uh, I want to say Buffalo. Um, let me see. Let me pull up her name real quick. Uh, Back in 2005, uh, 2006, her uh, her colleague, uh, the being counted in mass shooting sites. Okay, um, a black police officer named was Carol Horn. Uh, she was fired from the police uh, force up there in 2008 after she saw a fellow officer using a chokehold on a suspect, and she broke up she basically pulled the officer off of the suspect that was doing the chokehold while the person was handcuffed and her and the guy, her and the guy got into blows and she got fired from the department because she tried to prevent this colleague of hers essentially from killing somebody. And she went back and forth for 15 years with uh, the police department up there. And finally she was given her just due. So she will be given back pay for the 15 years that she's been going back and forth with them. And, you know, her record, her name, whatever has been cleared, you know, she basically lost everything, but she says she doesn't regret it because the suspect didn't lose his life and that person would have given him. So, you know, the judging, the judge restored her pension and vacated an earlier court ruling upholding her dismissal. So basically it's not like she's going back to, to work or anything. As she shouldn't. As she shouldn't, but <laughs> she's getting what is owed to her. It's like for 15 years, because she did the right thing, she's being reprimanded. She has been reprimanded and been forced but, to spend time and money fighting to prove that she did the right. Like this is, is open and is, shut. Which is, which is why cops have been not jumping in when things are going crazy. Mm-hmm. 
because stuff like this has happened. And I'm pretty sure like they've spoken about, like people know about. Well, I know I'm sure cops know about that case before. Yeah. Like, oh, let's see what happened there. Let me not. Right. Let anything. me not inter- intervene because I'll end up getting fired. And you know, this is kind of like a storyline on um, Queen Sugar right now. If you're not watching it, um, or if you are, um, so the character Nova is dating. Uh, police officer or former police officer his name was Charlie and he was talking to her about you know how when he first started on the force in New Orleans um, the unit he was with like they would go around and they would like beat up um, you know black kids as kind of a quote unquote down payment or to kind of let them know like we gonna keep messing with you because you black and you in this neighborhood and we don't like y'all and basically you know it comes out that he was involved in a beating that you know paralyzed a young black man who was like an athlete of some kind that was getting ready to go to college or whatever the case is. And it's like when he was, when his character was explaining, you know, why he kind of stood back when he first saw it happening, it was because he was like, well, I know if I say something or if I intervene, I'm now going to be um, ostracized. I'm going to be targeted. I'm not going to be safe. And so I chose to just shut up. And I guess he eventually chose to participate in the activity as well. But, you know, that's that's really what it comes down to. It's like people people feel like if I speak out against what I see as wrong, I will now become a target and I don't want to be that. So I will just kind of let it rock. And, you know, it's just it's just a lot of sad, messed up trash all the way around. And, you know, I'm not sure what the solution is, but I feel like there are people in positions in this country who do know and whose job it is to figure that out. And, you know, I hope they do because it's the ghetto. It's really it's really unfortunate how twisted it all is. Like, this woman lost her job and has been fighting for 15 years for doing the right thing. Because if a person is handcuffed, what do you need to choke hold them for? They can't move. They're on their chests with their hands behind their backs and handcuffs. What is the need for the choke hold? What is the point? They can't do anything. Mm-hmm. What they gonna do, roll away? How far are they gonna get? Come on, like... <sighs> shaking my head moving on um so there was a there was an incident that was on the internet um so a young black boy was walking down the street in south carolina 16 year old in columbia south carolina and this white guy like pulled up on him on the street and was like you need to get out this neighborhood you're not from oh, here yeah and the kid yeah. is like i live around here what are you talking about and the guy's like what street you live on and the kid said what street you live on and the guy was like well i've never seen you around here before blah 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 blah. so you know the internet did what they did and figured out who he was and reported him to the army he's a sergeant in the army so the army's put him on leave and they're investigating him and you know they put out a statement like we don't condone all this we not we not with all this um my favorite part of the whole thing is that the black community pulled up outside his house and was like, come outside. We just want to talk. And I was like, don't go outside. They don't. They don't want to talk. Um, that's that's no. Don't believe that. They they're going to jump you. Whenever black people pull up, like, oh, come. We just want to talk. Oh, we're not going to jump you. They're absolutely going to jump you. Just be forewarned. They're absolutely going to jump you. Mm-hmm. But there were black people outside his house. White people. There was all type of people in South in Columbia, South Carolina, protesting in front of his house, like for him harassing this 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 guy. And I am so glad the situation didn't escalate any further because I was watching the video like oh my god I'm getting scared what's gonna happen what's gonna happen but like I feel I'm starting to be of the Marcus Garvey philosophy let them have this we should pack up our things go to Africa (laughs) and just let them have it just let them have it just let them have it because the audacity of you all white people 
to kidnap people from another continent, bring them here, make them do the work, and then harass them at every turn like they asked to be here is insane. The audacity of it all. Like, what was that thing we had, we were watching? Um, with the with the people with the Native Americans where they was they came and killed them all. Oh, um, something savages. Uh I don't know what it was. But basically, white people are it sounds bad when I say something savages because it's Native American. But it's if if it's um yeah, but basically the white people was like, oh, give us food and housing or we'll kill you. And the Native Americans was like, you, you could just ask nicely. You don't have to do all the threats. And then they still killed them anyway. I'm like, but you was dusty and broke and hungry. Like, how are you going to kill the people after? Like, I, I just don't understand. I just don't understand. And maybe it's because I'm not white and never have been. But it's just, it's just strange the way like they create scenarios and then be mad at the scenario existing. It's like, but black people wouldn't be here if you had just left them alone. Like, do you understand that? Like, they didn't, they didn't come here of their own free will. And I understand why black people who are descendants of slaves are like, nah, I'm not leaving. My people built this. I'm hanging out. I'm a, I'm a rock. I completely understand. But I also feel like Marcus Garvey, like, I'm just at the point where I'm like, let them have it. <laughs> like, why are we going through all Let them have it. Let them have it. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be trash in 10 years. Let them have it. Yeah, like, it's, 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 a uh, it's insane with the whole thing. Cause, like, Basically, it's basically showing how like um, Native Americans were here, and like, and but I I, I knew that because Columbus was trash, and like all and all, of them. all, all of them were trash. So they, trash. Came, they came in. The reason why they're able, like a lot of the um, Europeans and people, keep took over because they had guns. Mm-hmm. So they used the guns to aggressively. <laughs> mm-hmm. They wanted they wanted the Native Americans to like show them how to plant because they like. All the way here, they don't know how to plant nothing. Mm-hmm. Not, like, what, what are y'all doing up there? Their whole survival plan is other people. Yeah, I'm like, so they came here because like, oh, we don't know how to, we don't know how to plant corn. But why do people have to die because you can't plant corn? I, just, I'm, I'm so confused. Just learn how to do it. Don't have them do it for you. Learn right. how to do it. Learn how to do it, and just like, like leave the people alone. But you know. Yeah, but that 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 was the whole purpose of everything. Hell, sigh. We're gonna move on because this is annoying to me. It's this person, it's yeah. upsetting. Um, so, um. The other thing that I wanted to talk about, um, one of the Black Lives Matter founders, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement founders, bought a home for $1.4 million. Uh, Patrice Colors is her name, bought a $1.4 million home in um, California somewhere, in Topanga Canyon in Los Angeles County. And the people are up in arms. Um, Apparently she also owns a few other properties, her and her wife. No, this is new. This 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 was being talked about this week, because they because I I've, I've heard that story a long time. Yeah, no, they, this is another one. They were talking about one of the other Latrice, the other one that we were upset about. Um, <laughs> what? Um, I don't know if I named Latrice La something that they was mad with. No, I was mad at. Yeah, but um, they are upset with her because she purchased a house. Um, and apparently her and her wife have other properties that they have purchased uh, over the last few years. And so um, people are calling for an investigation of what's happening with the Black Lives Matter funds what? to see if she is, if, I guess, if she has utilized the funds for Why? her own personal gain. Why? Because it's, it's several things. Um Mike Brown's family made a statement saying that they have not received any anything, any financial anything from the Black Lives Matter movement, even though it kind of was born from their son 
uh, it's more from Trayvon Martin, but go ahead. Huh? More from Trayvon Martin, but go ahead. But it became a thing after Michael That's Brown, and so he's you know I'm not I don't so think they, he's expecting they, any. So that they think the family should think that they should get money from that. Let me read what he said because I don't I don't want to misrepresent his words. What Michael Brown Senior said was, um, hold on, let me scroll down. He said he started an advocacy group himself. Um, he said, why hasn't my family's foundation received any assistance from the movement? Financially, why would they? I don't know. Like as matter was never created for financial assistance for anything. But people feel like if there has been financial, because I guess people have been donating money to the cause. So I guess people people's feeling is, well, where is the money going? What's it going towards? Like, because there's another, there's like a Black Lives Matter like arm here in New York City. Okay. And I guess that the person who's in charge of that, um, whose name is Matt Newsom, um, his statement was, um, BLM, well, this is what the article said. BLM reportedly brought in $90 million in donations last year. And questions have emerged about if or how Colors is paid by the organization and how much she has contributed to charity. Hank Newsom, Hawk Newsom, the head of the Black Lives Matter of Greater New York, is calling for a probe into Colors finances. If you go around calling yourself a socialist, you have to ask how much of her own personal money is going to charitable causes. It's really sad because it makes people doubt the validity of the movement and overlook the fact that it's the people that carry this movement. Um, but that that but that what this is my issue. Mm-hmm. Right? This is the problem that people have all the time. Oh, and before you go on, um, a statement from Black Lives Matter Global Network says Patrice Colors is the executive director of Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation. She serves in this role in a volunteer capacity and does not receive a salary or benefits. I know. And yes. That's what I'm saying. All three of the founders don't make money off of it. Right. And that's why I'm like, I'm very confused. Yeah. Like, I guess people feel like. So if, people feel as if, if you are a part of the movement, you cannot be rich. Yeah. And that's if, it. Yeah. Because people were upset that Tamika Mallory, I don't think she's part of Black Lives Matter, but she's also an activist. Like, Tamika Mallory had a, a, Cadillac, money. a Cadillac commercial, and people were like, oh, she's selling out the movement to make some money. And I'm like... People, they, they, they think that if... Which which is... It's, it's a weird... Like... My whole thing is this. A person can be... I don't think any of them have ever said that they're Marxists. And if I'm wrong, correct me. They, they they've never not. said they're communists. They've no. never said they're Marxists. They they've never not. said they're... And it's like... And Black Lives Matter was never, was never a communist movement. And why do we... I just want to know, why do we expect uh, people who are fighting for rights to also be poor while doing it? It's the same concept to me when people are like, oh, people that are pastors or gospel singers or whatever should be doing it for the love of Christ. No, I'm putting out work. Compensate me. Also, how do we know what other things that this woman is doing? How do we know that they, she hasn't bought the, the houses with her wife's money or her wife's credit? Like, how do we know what the finance, why is it that we automatically jump to financial malfeasance when, when, when black people who are in certain positions when it comes to, you know, pastoring or, or social justice activist work, why do we automatically jump to, they must be stealing money from the organization? Like, how do we get there? How do we get there? I mean, I am curious to know where the donations that people are giving to Black Lives Matter is going. I definitely would like to know, like, what what is it going towards? Is it paying? And I'm not saying she took money. I'm just saying I would like to know personally, just for curiosity, like, is it paying the bail of people who get arrested at protests? Is it paying? Like, what's it? What? Where are these donations going? Where's the money going? I would like to know that. 
because I feel like 90 million is a lot of money for an organization to be managing. And I would like to hope that they're managing it responsibly. Again, I'm not saying that anybody's taking the money, but if people what? are giving, I feel like there is a There's people want to know where it's going, to where it. it's going. Yes. What, what I don't I, think that's something if somebody's necessarily buying houses with it, but I would like to know where it's going. What I, what I do understand for a national organization, because th- th- think about it this way. Um, EOC was did eight million, mm-hmm. and that's just national government, mm-hmm. right? This mm-hmm. is a national organization, mm-hmm. and they talking about ninety million. Mm-hmm. Ninety million sounds a lot for a local organization. Doesn't sound a lot for a national organization. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, it takes a lot for organization, mm-hmm. just the organization in general of planning things out. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to do classes, because if you're going to the it's it's what you want to do is have everybody be volunteers, mm-hmm. but that's not the reality of how things work. Mm-hmm. If you want someone to be put there all into something, you have to hire them. Mm-hmm. The founder might not be getting paid, mm-hmm. but they're hiring people. Mm-hmm. So all that money goes into salaries and things like that. Mm-hmm. No, so, I understand. So like, I, I, I believe like, I'm just saying that for what, an organization with such a large scope, what more financial transparency should be there. I'm not saying that they need to publish like a full report, but if people hear, oh, well, they're using well, they're using the money to pay for this or they're using the money for development programs in the communities or whatever the case is. But nobody knows where the money's going. Nobody know all all we know is that they have this money, but we're not clear about where it's being spent. So I do understand people's questions. I have a problem with people assuming that people who are leaders of movements are stealing money from the organization or they can't have nice things simply because they're fighting for social justice. Like we're still living in a capitalist society. That is, that is the reality, whether you agree with it or not, whether you think capitalism is the right move or not, like we're still living in a capitalist society. So who am I to tell somebody they can't make money and live their life? If she got money to buy the houses, cool. If they want people to like, if they want to pay her to come speak at an event, cool. What she does with that money when she comes to speak at that event is her business. Some people give it back. Some people keep it. Like, I don't know that lady life. So I don't want to say that she's wrong for utilizing her, um, her fame, her connections or whatever to make progress in her own life. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But my, my whole thing is, I guess I understand what you're saying. 90 million is not a lot of money for a national organization. And, and, they don't, and what I've, what I've, what I realized, I remember, this is my, I looked at it and I remember this. They are not people, they're, they're people who educate and help grant programs that have been doing it already. Mm-hmm. So they give grants mm-hmm. to other organizations and okay. that's kind of what they do. Like they, they even said it before, if you're an organization that's supporting this cause, we'll give you funding to do that and everything. So like, Right, but, I, but what I'm like, saying is, people—it doesn't seem like people are aware of that. Well, it, it's all on their website. Right, I, I understand what you're saying, but I'm just saying people are not aware Cause, of cause it, so I, they're, that's why they're jumping to conclusions. Correct. It, it, it's like it's like when um when they used to be like, oh look, George Soros is funding Black Lives Matter. Yeah, but I saw somebody post that this week too. And, I was and, like, and they just said it before, and I was like, but it didn't start with a funding; it started mm. as a hashtag. Yeah, it just started as a hashtag for a movement. Yeah, the point, the point was just to a movement means I just want to give information out to mm-hmm. people. That's how it started. 
There yeah. was no. It didn't start with a funding. It didn't start with an organization. It didn't start as a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. It was just a movement. Yeah. It yeah. became and it became something. It became something. But it, even in, in it becoming something, it was always something to feed other organizations. Mm-hmm. It was never something that. It was just people. You can use this moniker because right. it's an important movement to use mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But what? But if your organization doing the work, mm-hmm. we're going to help you with the funding. Right. And help you with promotion. Mm-hmm. We'll give you all like they 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 like I think the most it did was they sell like t-shirts. Mm-hmm. and like things like that mm-hmm. for people to like mm-hmm. for unity of the movement but what organization you're doing if you're doing something positive for this part we'll fund you for doing it mm-hmm. and that's what it always has been right yeah I just feel like and, and it said that on the website I feel like A people don't go on the website B people just kind of have this idea in their minds that people who are fighting for justice or freedom have to be martyrs yeah, like those, they those, can't those, they, 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 they can't they can't have money they have to be you know in rags and wearing ash on their foreheads like they can't have anything and I'm like we live in America that's not realistic like a person can be an activist and also have coin at the same time like yeah, and, and, both, and, and, so both those things can be true and, and they've been finding a re- they're trying to find a reason to discredit Black Lives Matter for years exactly so, I, I, so, so like, everything is a problem yeah they, they've been finding they, they've been they can buy to find a, a house they could not buy a house they could buy a car they could not buy they, a car they, they will always find a reason and they, I think people need to understand that they will always find a reason right to and, shut to shut down right everything right and you know I I, I I've, I've seen the argument of, oh, they're selling out um, black lives for profit. Um, they're they're using black tragedy to make money. I'm like, I I don't I don't know if I agree with that as a concept. Like. If I come out and start speaking as an activist about an issue or issues that need to be faced and that then turns into opportunities for me to go to other spaces and educate people about you know how to be effective activists how to do whatever i don't know if i see how that's necessarily profiting off of pain like we got to figure out what we want out of people because do we want people to just continue to harp on things over and over and over do we want people to go out there and educate and energize other people to do the same thing they're doing like what do we want because it feels like we just want people to protest and be poor. That that seems like that's that's what it is. Um, I would like to hope that no no financial um, mismanagement is happening. I would like to think that at this juncture, people know better and they won't do any of this. Um, if there is an investigation, I hope everything comes out on the up and up. Um, yeah, and, and but I don't think we should disqualify people who are activists from living well yeah and and, 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 and again they, like we said before you have a choice if you feel like they're taking the money and buying houses don't give them no damn money yeah and 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 there's a um and there's different legs of it like for instance they have the they're they have a black lives matter um super pack mm-hmm. right? and they get money for that and they donate it to like like they, they help with the georgia senate runoff mm-hmm. and they help with like different campaigns and stuff mm-hmm. like that yeah so that that's that's one leg yeah. of the whole thing yeah and then like, like i said it's it's it, and like like i said they, they have they have a funding like it's literally on there mm-hmm. the blm survival fund and that's the fund that they use that and then they say who they're giving the organizations to yeah so it's it's it's, it's not hard to find out it's not hard. yeah and but like like i said it's just people want to just find a like they like this kind of goes back to our topic where kind of like they'll all they have to do is find something to disc, to try to discredit it and mm-hmm. to raise questions 
Yeah, because, but like they, yeah. they've been trying to discredit the whole time, though. Yeah, so and, that, not, and that's, that's what it kind of comes off as. It's like you've been trying to discredit like, the whole time. People, like I brought it before, Tamika Mallory. People was like, "Well, why is she in a in a in a, a Cadillac commercial? Why is she?" Because she has a life. Because she has a life, she's captivating as a speaker, and again, it's capitalism. Everything sells, and if she saw it as an opportunity to get the message out there on a commercial with Cadillac, then okay. Like, I just, I, I just don't understand, you know, why, why people are so invested in these types of things. Like, I promise you them, them girls over at Black Lives Matter aren't the ones that are really robbing you. Not for real. Those are not the people you, you need to be concerned with the people you work for. Those are the people who are probably robbing you because you're being severely underpaid for what you're doing. Um, you know, you, you're not being granted, like people deny you paid time off and the time you would deny you paternity leave or maternity leave or whatever. That's what you need to be focused on. Them chicks ain't doing nothing that's affecting your pockets. So, you know, just, just move on with your life. Stop, stop adding the fuel to the fire of discrediting the organization without kind of doing your research and knowing the facts about what's going on. Cause people, people have a black, people have a problem with black lives matter and they, people are entitled to have their opinion about the black lives matter movement. That's a hundred percent their business but you know people just jumping on bandwagons and saying anything and not really knowing what's going on is very annoying because i'm just like why people mad she bought a house she can't live nowhere she got to live on the streets in a, in a tent no p- p- people never want um people who work in public service to have money yeah i'm like why she, why she can't why she can't have why she can't have nothing like I, but it, it goes back to the distrust people have a pastor it's the same thing yeah like no matter no matter, no matter what a past, if a pastor has um, a nice house or car, people will be upset. And it, does, it does not matter where you're and from. And it's always black it, people. It does not. Yeah, it does not matter it's where the money's from. People. It does not matter where the money's from. If because the the if who's you it? have a certain amount, they they would not like it. Yeah, because even I saw recently the mayor of Baltimore. People were like questioning her financial status because she like they did the same bought thing. a house or did, and it's just like. But you don't know what that lady, what other investment she has. Um, you don't know where, where she got money from. Why do you Max, assume that she's Maxine, stealing money from the city? Maxine Waters, same mm-hmm. thing. People were upset that she has money. Like, right, and I'm like, like, but her like, husband has a whole has had a whole job. He has a whole career. Like, why would they not? So like they they get upset. They're like, oh, the black people, there's black people in your in your state don't have money. Okay, have money. and she does. And what she does she that have to do? Like, I, I just like her. They, they, it's it's really it's really insane. Yeah, like even John Gray, who I drag regularly. Even when he bought his wife that car, people automatically thought, oh, he's stealing money from the church. I'm like, the man had a whole TV show. He had books. Why would he need to steal money from the church? He had other 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 sources of income. So I don't know why we always, why people, black people are always so quick to jump on other black people and assume they're stealing money from somewhere if they have something. And it, like, like, we don't know that lady financial portfolio. We don't know what she's doing. Like and black people, we we're allowed to be flashy if you want to be flashy. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, we don't have to be like humble, humble to the ground all the time. We don't. If that lady want to have a $1.4 million house and the way people are acting too, a $1.4 million house in California is like your average run of the mill Long Island Uniondale house. $1.4 million in California in a house, for a house is nothing. It's a regular, it's a regular schmegler, regular looking house. She's not living in Calabasas like Kim Kardashian in them. She's living in a regular old house. It is nothing to write home to mom about. Yeah, like, like, like. I said. But when people hear 1.4 million, they think, and so I want people to think about like the market that we live in too, or that the house is in. 1.4 million might be a a palace in Georgia, but in Los Angeles, it's a it's a regular house. There's nothing. The neighborhood is regular. It's nice, but it's regular. The house is regular. Yeah, like, like, there's it's not a, a palatial estate. Like, they, 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 like I said, they feel if if you do anything for 
um, activism, you should turn down every form of money that comes in, comes your way. You and should do always, what? You should always be like, the money goes to I'm like, but how are you living then? Right. <laughs> right. The, the problem is a lot of times people who are like, like I, I always feel crazy for the people who are like fighting so much for everybody in like um in the class after Hempstead. It's like mm-hmm. people, men and women fighting so hard and they're struggling themselves. Right. And then people be like, well, they need to go get a job. It's like, but you want them to be you out here like them, activism. If, you, if right? you want them to get this done, <laughs> they need to get paid for what they're doing. Right. There needs to be some type of compensation somewhere. Like people, at the end of the day, regardless of the systems you're fighting, the blah, 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 you still need to have shelter. You still need to have food and you still need to be clothed. You need it's, those it's, three basic needs need to be it's met. It's annoying That's it. to try to go back and like your stuff is not handled. Right. Because you're trying to take everything, but you're still, you're at home, but still like that. That's why you have so many passes where like their house is not in order mm-hmm. because they're trying to take care of everything. Cause like they're, they're, they're always told to not take care of them themselves. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. But anywho's y'all can have whatever thoughts y'all want to have about it. We would love to hear your, your viewpoints. Cause maybe they're different from us, but we're going to move on. Cause I'm Who hungry. Cares? I'm sorry. Wow. Wow. <laughs> well, that's a lot. Um, so we're going to, yeah. we're going to move forward. Um, new music, new music. So, um, Few things came out this week. Um, Busta Rhymes released the coming a 25th anniversary super deluxe edition, mm-hmm. and you know he has a song out with Mariah Carey, um, which you know I love their collaborations. They make me very happy. So um, get into that; it'll bless you. Um, I appreciate how Busta Rhymes is still out here putting out music. Um, I, I really, I really enjoy his fervor for giving the kids music. Because if I were him, I would just be like, well. Um, I've given all that I'm going to give, so I'm just going to move on and uh, you kids can have whatever you want. So, yeah, go get into that. Um, Buster Rhymes, it'll bless you. Um, Saweetie put out um, a little playlist situation called Pretty Summer Playlist Season 1. Um, she came for Quavo's neck and called him a narcissist who humps thoughts. And I'm like, OK, well, that's that on that then. Um, doesn't sound unbelievable to me. Because when somebody breaks up with you and you hit them with, you're not the woman I thought you were, it is give, definitely giving me narcissistes. But, you know, go with God, Mr. Mr. Quavius. Um, and Conway the Machine from the Griselda um, unit put out La Machina um, this week as well that I will be looking into to getting to my upstate New York raspy voice hip hop. That's that's probably going to be on my walking playlist this week. So if you're looking for some stuff to get into, Busta, Saweetie, and Conway the Machine have got some stuff for you. So get into it. Yes, Saweetie. 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 Speaking of Saweetie, why did that Kevin Samuels get on a Joe Budden podcast and say Saweetie is a six? Sir, shut your mouth. You're, you're barely a six. So I don't even understand why you're talking about this girl that would never give you the time of day. Like ever. Like just say you hate women and go. Just do that. Because at this point, that's all it's coming across to me is you don't like women. Somebody rejected you when you were younger and you're still not over it. And so you're walking around just spewing this negativity. And we're not here for it, sir. Take your wide hip self on and leave us alone. Why wide hips? Because his hips are wide. And I said what I said. Um, just be mad. With, be mad to somebody else. But we not the problem. Just leave us alone. OK, thank you. Good day. That's it. So yeah, that was that was all we had for today's podcast. Um, hope you enjoyed listening, and uh, hopefully we'll see you next week. Until next time, we, we bid, bid you, you adieu. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the all love. 
No Fear Podcast. Hey, it's hey, the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey, check hey, us out. Hey, it's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Uh huh. Uh huh. All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Hey.